Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a Progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. Thank you so much for joining me again today in this particular episode, which is October the 21st, 2019, for bonus four of my future series of Nahara and Princess Amenia. So I'm fast forwarding this timeline a bit from where I started my podcast two years ago, and it was entitled Before the Time of Princess Amenia, episode one for season one. Thank you so much for joining me today. This right here is something very special to me in the sense that when I wrote my book, this is based on my book, my podcast show, Mitzrayam, two decades ago. Wow. The book was just coming from a recollection. It was coming from, I would say, things that I could see, but it wasn't written out or pre-planned in that nature. And this past uh, spring, Nahara was coming through to focus on that part of their lives before the kings, right? So the production of Mole is mostly the short stories and I like to go into this intro <laughs> for people that are just joining me. For those that already pretty much know this, what have you, you can stick around you and listen to it. But nevertheless, I like to kind of connect the dots before I start my short story. And it's mostly on Mole. Mole is my heart because that's what started this whole writing journey of mine and Mole is very spiritual because it was a spiritual part of, of a journey that led to where I am now and so it is a production from the book which is Mole production the stage play was called Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt that turned into other theatrical type things it's all except a feature film I haven't did a feature film yet of it but the, right now the prestige return of Mole stage play is in the prep stage of returning back to stage when I get those announced get those one days I'll let you know so you can support it that way but this right here is this future series of Nahara and Princess Aminia I'm learning more things about it that about them when I wrote the book it was all of these things that I had to write out and I just the only way I could understand what they meant and how to connect the story is that it felt like in the sense of my spirit like you had to sit down you had to type it out and I was able to go through and see certain characters so this whole podcast is a whole awakening and so I'm experiencing with you when you get to listen to it okay is that's when I'm actually understanding it and putting the pieces together so it's like I'm in the discovery 
mode as you are when you're discovering new things and understanding and listening to these stories these short stories and getting introduced to these characters so am I and it's just a wonderful experience particularly about Nahara because in my book Nahara and Princess Amelia was the first on the scene and that's if, if you ever created anything the first moment is always the memorable moment and of course throughout the story later on and through the play or what have you in the ripsos you know you find out Amelia and Nahara do they end up together do they don't and you see all these other people but for right now we're just focusing on their bond and their connection and how they became best friends when the story started they just were best friends right long-time friends and it was on the eve of her committing to the deal by her father King Milan which if you've been only starting following the podcast is the one you hear a lot and that's what basically was coming through so I'm basically the recollection of these experiences live when I'm doing this sit down to record it of course after I know this is what I need to say this is the next this is the next short story and I'm just free-forming it and then I record it I'm going through it you know it's like now it's an opening now like the vortex is opening and more of the things that didn't get to reveal to me when I wrote the book Metroam is being revealed now. And I guess in my other podcast, Surviving Your Journey to a Success, time really is key. Some things are closed in our lives that we're not ready to trust me, it was a lot when I wrote that book that it was so much coming through and it holds off all the other things until a later time. And sometimes that could be five years, sometimes that could be ten years, sometimes that could be two decades. I don't know when but I do know it does come up and it is ready to be released so you can be able to absorb it and handle it and use it in a way that can move you forward and so it's just wonderful to write this and I didn't really have plan to kind of say what I just said for the last couple of minutes it just came through to connect hopefully you could take what I said can use that in your life or what have you or make you feel good today I don't know but that just came through for me to talk about that (laughs) That I'm enjoying this process, especially this series, Nahara, because I'm learning it. Because I didn't know, I just knew from the moment of that image of what I wrote out on that page, chapter one, page one, is what I kept seeing them in their chariot together. By then, they're like 18, going on 18. Now, in this future series of Nahara is when before that time, and they're young and now I'm understanding how Nahar is like wow he saw a connection or what have you he saw how he can bring things to her that not too many could or wasn't allowed and he was breaking all that or you no know, like I'm gonna do it anyway and I just it's just a wonderful experience to write about so enough about that let's move on <laughs> so I covered a couple of things just to recap again I like to say is I have my cafe press shop it is one for Mole the website and for my podcast show here if you want to support it, go ahead and check out the merchandise. They have a 30-day return policy, Cafe Press. They have a customer service line. If you're not in the United States and you're outside of the United States, guess what? You have access to purchase the merchandise and get it shipped to you if you're not living in the United States, right? And that helps to support the show, okay? Brand is to help me to promote this wonderful podcast if you like it. And if you like it, you know what I'm going to say. You got to share it. Okay. And if you want to go ahead and join Spreaker and follow me or follow Mole Facebook page, go ahead and do that. Okay. Get all up in it. Okay. Stay connected. 
And I want to touch on the commercial ads. You know what I'm going to say. If you've been listening to the last few return of my return back to season three, 2019 to 2018, you go, you got to listen to the whole commercial. Okay. That helps the podcast. So go ahead and do that. I allow it to come on beginning and in the end for this podcast. I do go ahead and let it play out. We let it play out. Guess what? I get credit for that. Okay, and I appreciate it. All right, let's look at the highlights for today. And this is again a special occasion. I have stopped the timeline that I did before the time of Princess Amelia, and now we are fast forwarding to when Nahar and Princess Amelia has been born, and this is their moment. Okay, this is about Nahar. He gonna get some attention. Okay, without competition with the two kings, because when they two get on the scene, King Damal and King Danielle, which I haven't did a character profile yet on them or Nahara but I will or Mia but I will it's coming on my podcast it's gonna be some mess you talking about some drama oh my goodness Mm-mm-mm. that Jamal oh my goodness that's a whole that's a whole nother podcast I'm not gonna get into that right now but if you read my book and if you've been to one of my plays when it was just those five you already know what I'm talking about when we talk about Jamal and Danielle ain't no joke either so we're gonna move forward and we're gonna focus on Nahar and Princess Amelia and how they're experiencing this moment and how Nahar is coming into his fold as he know now not only he can hone Princess Amelia attention but that's why I feel that when I'm writing it that he sees a way to her heart I see a way that can maybe deter her future pre-planned path to marry a king which is Dama but Nahar has this moment has her attention and he's finding a way to do that and that's by bringing these things that is unheard of that you know most people can't get access to and this is just the beginning seeds of his influence connection so the recap from last week and that was called what we seek we shall receive so in that one is where he's showing her this horizon I guess it's a special particular location where you see the actual transition it's something that's unique and it shows off I guess a mirage perhaps something that offset or bounces off the tip of could say the pyramid or something like that or the horizon of the sand dunes and that's something that this gives her peace and connection um something that is different from the ordinary routine of royal protocol and Nahar found a perfect location to experience that and they just share that moment right after their schooling so go ahead and check that out that's bonus three so let's go ahead and get started with this bonus four So let's begin for this week on my podcast show for season three, 2019 to 2020, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond for the future series featuring Naha and Princess Amelia bonus four entitled One Path Does Lead to Another. Opening scene. As the long trail of the royal retirates made their way through the main central square town of Mitzrayam, the Apsu, as usual, allowed the air to breathe that much nicer than before. It was another gem of good tidings from Amnun. On this Apsu, inside, one of the royal chariots were Princess Amina and Naha. They were sitting next to each other, across along with Ezra the high-ranked herbalist and scientist of Mitzrayam and the father of Nahar. 
There were over 30 assigned hectic guards in and around the world chariots as the crowds of Mitzri's came to the forefront to get a glimpse of the princess. Just a few moments, Princess Amina was allowed to stand in the open compartment made for viewing with two Mitzrayim guards. She waved as moments allowed by the hectic rule of Helic, that he immediately to her right was overseeing it all as instructed by King Milan and Crane Hagar. The young Princess Amina smiled as they made it through most of the thrusts of the town of Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim. They were glad to see her as they waved to her as she continued to move through the area. She surely enjoyed seeing her fellow Mitzrayim. When she returned to go inside the royal interred enclosure and the carriage with Naha and Ezra and Helik followed to sit next to Ezra as they continued onward to their destination now. When she sat next to Naha, Ezra started to talk to Helik and they went over a papyrus mouth filled with colors and stones. Princess Samina still could not contend how Nahar got her father, King Milan, and her mother, Queen Hagar, to agree that she could travel with them on this Apsu on a special attraction ordered by the king, her father. But she was so delighted that she had to continue to squeeze her hands for not showing her extra excitement feeling that Nahar promised to show her something anew when they arrived to the destination of the Vakuko Ata site. On this journey was the nearby territory ruled by King Malan as well, but overseen by the alliance with a fellow tribal ruler leader. In the intellectual and resourceful trade exposition, Ezra was instructed to oversee the extradition that was indicated by their own site, Herbless, as they were not as under the high rank within the Thebes of Akun, knowledge and authority as Ezra. Thus, it was Ezra that was commissioned to lead this journey with Helic on the oversight protection by King Milan for his daughter, Princess Amina, was accompanying them for the experience that was also making the journey as well. They reached the destination, the usual protection of the guards' protocol to disembark and assemble accordingly occurred. Princess Amenia could not leave the royal chariot until notified by Helic because they had to make sure that the area was secured to the standards of their military rule, ordered by the king, King Milan. Ezra exited the chariot and started to motion Nahar when then Nahar assured his father that he would stay inside with Princess Amenia. So it was then just the two of them with the Egyptian Mizraim guards directly outside the chariot protecting and overseeing them inside. Nahar turned to Princess Amina as they was alone now and he handed her a rolled up papyrus that he kept in his side, Atul Atan case. Princess Amina spoke. What is this? Nahar responded. A pathway to the dunes of Osiris. She unrolled the papyrus as it had sparkles of diamond dust that flooded the air around them in the enclosed royal chariot as they could still hear the sounds of the Egyptian guards following the commands of Helic instructing them into the royal formation as ordered as high up 
by the general Conrad Tatar, ordered by King Milan. So they knew they still had only a few moments before someone would open their chariot and instruct them to step outside and end their talk. Princess Amelia's eyes grew wider as she looked at the markings and touched each symbol as it had laid across the papyrus. She spoke with each word, still in his own moment of awe of what she was seeing before her. Where is it? As she looked up at him. Nahad spoke and looked up into her eyes. Under the sun, afar. She looked confused as she looked back down at the papyrus. And then she asked, where did you get this? She's still gazing at the beautiful markings and lines to somewhere at the top of it. Nahad spoke in a low voice. I cannot tell at this moment, looking at the papyrus as well. Princess Amelia spoke. What is this language? It looks as Nahad spoke with care and caution as well. I say, Elder Tahib, your grandfather, has only taught us semantic of the first rain language. This, this is of the third rain of secrecy to the Akun. She merely dropped the papyrus holding the markings in shock and awe. She was so excited and a bit afraid, but she wanted to know more. So she said, Take me there. Nahar slowly smiled, for he knew a path to her heart. It was worth the risk to obtain such a papyrus of writing of a map. He picked up the papyrus and rolled it back up, looked back at her as he hid it in his side compartment to his new Egyptian Mitzrayam wrap. And then he spoke, Arshe, I shall. Insane. Nya nya nya. Ba. Mba. Babue. Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates.
You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents.